Hi, I'm Nana. And I'm Bonkio. And this is African.American. This is a show about African immigrants and children of African immigrants living in the United States. Today's topic is a little fun. We're talking about the, well, you just said African immigrants and the children of African immigrants. So we're talking about generations of the African youth and I don't know where I'm is going. Is this your this. African accent now? Right? Yes, generations of the African youths and uh, their contributions to our society that we are living now in America. So ge- um, this is Generation Z, correct? Gen Z, yeah, I think that's what they call them. So Nana and I are Gen, we're millennials. Millennials, girl. So um, we're talking to Gen, we, well, basically, we always give the POV of millennial African-Americans because that's who we are and that's who we know. But we wanted to explore a little bit uh, more about what it means to be a Gen Z African-American. So we have a guest today who's going to talk about this with us. Um, she's from that generation. So, well, let's start then. Um, what's your name and where are you from? Hi, my name is Azusa, and I'm from Maryland, USA. Do you identify as Black or African American? Um, honestly, I just I just identify as Black. I okay. think I think like now with the whole like thing of being of trying to be so called politically correct, I realized that politically correct title of African dash Americans mm. kind of not even it's not even politically correct anymore because not everyone who falls uh, who according to non-black people um that according to black people that might fall under that title don't no don't necessarily identify as African dot African dash American excuse me so I just say I'm black but to clarify it's not officially seen as politically incorrect like african-american is definitely still a category that people have and used to kind of distinguish themselves but um why don't why did you pick black as opposed to i don't know african or well first let's ask where are your parents from okay um so it, the the math gets a little weird, but um, my dad is from Senegal and my mom is from Sierra Leone. But apparently, somewhere up my dad's tree, he's also Sierra Leonean. So the math kind of gets a little wonky. But yeah, I'm from those two. My parents are from those two places, respectively. Okay, cool. So back to what I was saying about identity. You have. <laughs> So you you chose you choose to identify as black, kind of mainly, kind of like well for why reasons we have this show. You don't feel like you're African dash American because that's a particular history and culture. But uh, I'm sort of wondering, have you thought about why you chose black as opposed to Sterling and Senegalese American, or I mean, other than it's like a, a lot to say. <laughs> um, um, why black? As I was as a kid growing up, I didn't even. Obviously, as a kid growing up, I wasn't even politically aware of, like, any of these issues. I didn't even think that there was much of a distinction between people whose parents are from, like, oh, I don't know, like, Chicago or, like, 
DC or anything as opposed to like my parents who are directly from the motherland um so as a kid I basically was just like oh okay when I have to fill in the when I have to check the box on like what race or ethnicity I identify I was just check like African dash American whatever and still sometimes I still somewhat identify as that because that was the identity that I kind of grew up with because I was never that distinction was never made in my household um but like as going through college and stuff like that and even like just being edge being learning excuse me about a lot of issues within the with just being black in America I was just like I think I feel more comfortable stating that I'm black versus saying I'm African American. And for me, say just saying I'm black is a lot easier. I think on, on in my opinion is a lot easier to explain rather than saying, Oh, I'm African American. Like I feel like people would just get it easier if I just said, oh, Okay, I'm black, but I live in America. Yeah, but what about if why not say I'm Senegalese Sierra Leonean American? I think we kind of get the, I guess what I'm driving at is that it, the distinction between African and, Ameri- and American is, it, between African American and Black is clear, but why not enhance or amp up that African identity? Is it that you, as you, I'm kind of getting from what you're saying that like you grew up with kind of the consciousness of being Black? And so saying Sierra Leonean and and I said Lebanese, Sierra Leonean and Senegalese don't really fit or you don't feel like they're appropriate titles to put on your identity as well. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty much the point that I'm also trying that I'm trying to get at, because like even as a kid, um, there was like a lot of uh, extra external like circumstances or whatever. So it wasn't like I grew up strictly with like um a lot of like either Sierra Leone or Senegalese culture like that just wasn't what I grew up in a house with I literally just grew up watching American t- American TV I watched Dora while growing up I watched what is it um Dragon Tales all those little cartoons and stuff like that growing up and stuff like that and my mom never really told me much about her she never really told me about much about Sierra Leone culture, let alone the, let alone going in depth about what tribe she's from. All I know is that she's from Sierra Leone and that she's Mende, and that's it. <laughs> let me ask you this: Do do you think, although the distinction wasn't made at home, was that distinction made at school and when when you would you know be at school in high school, middle school? Did you uh, feel that there was a difference? Mm, Do people note differences? No, no. Honestly, I I fit in practically with all of all all of like the black kids, all of the black kids whose parent whose parents obviously were descended from like slaves or you know from the motherland per usual. I just fit in. I fit in a lot more with those kids rather mm-hmm. than people rather than people who are whose parents are directly from the motherland who are who immigrated to the United States to live here. I think part of it was just that like, you know, that's what I grew up around as. That's what that's basically what I grew up while going through school. Cause a, a lot of my friends, none of my friends were really 
Af- were children of African immigrants. It was just a lot of black folk who, who like parents like you know were from around the block or something or from a whole nother state. Mm. Like so, it was. I think it was just easier to like identify and side in um, with them rather than with like rather than with the African kids that were there in my high school. And this distinction really wasn't even made until I got into college and even then like there weren't a lot of people from specifically from Sierra Leone and Senegal like I know maybe one person from Senegal and everyone else is from either Nigeria or like uh, Liberia or like Ghana or like me or from the Caribbean or somewhere in the Caribbean but like there's hardly anyone who's who says, oh, I'm from X and X country or whatever. So, mm. Do you think the way you, how, how does the way you self-describe differ from that of your siblings? Is it any different or is it, do you all typically refer to yourselves as you know, black? Um, I honestly never asked my, my, cause I'm the youngest of four uh, sisters. So I never really honestly asked that question Mm -hmm. but I feel like I'd probably would just identify as like black and maybe my sisters would probably tell their um their heritage their ancestry whereas suppose like I wouldn't go I wouldn't go out and be like oh I'm Sierra Union Senegalese American whatever no that's not me (laughs) so but why do you think that that distinction is there that's honestly a, a, a difficult question to like answer. I think honestly, because of like the people I grew up around, because I grew up with so many with so many kids from around the block versus people whose parents are from the motherland, I think that like I but just your siblings grew up with that same thing. I think yes, they yes they did, but in ter- but. I know distinctly my other sister, uh, Ayana, she also went to the same high school that I attended. Um, but I think because she was she was so involved in those cl- in like dance clubs stuff, mainly that were like with people who what, I don't even remember the clubs like. You know how like they have those like Caribbean clubs or like yeah, get it, cultural like, organizations. Yeah, those yeah. cultural organizations. That's the word I'm looking for. She was mainly involved in those stuff while she was in high school, and I think by the time that I got there, there really wasn't anything for me. There really wasn't any cultural um, organizations for me to join. So I just so for my sister Ayana to just like be able to be like hey I'm this and this and this and this that just didn't come up for me because I wasn't really I didn't get the opportunity to join any of those cultural organizations that she had the opportunity Mm -hmm. to during high school Mm -hmm. what what, you've you've mentioned that um, Ayana your sister participated in a lot of kind of cultural groups cultural orgs what what was your level of exposure to African culture um, either uh, at home or outside. Um, I remember, like, in my childhood, because well now I'm an adult. Um, in my childhood, oh. <laughs> <laughs> technically, 
oh, you little Gen Z, are you? Girl, what year were you born? I was born what in 98. 98, but not even early 90s. I was born in the decade of the 90s. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm an you. That's so cute. I'm <laughs> try to slip that in. I'm an adult. <laughs> I'm an adult. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. I am. Oh, okay. So, I'm laughing so much I forgot the question. Can you say it one more time? So I wanted to describe the level of um, your level of exposure to African culture, either within the home, outside. Um. Okay. Um. As like a kid, I know that there were quite a number of family functions, I guess you can call them. Um, and sometimes, like, my mom would cater or, like, juice or, or you know, bring food to these um, family out, these family gatherings or whatever. And also there are the other times where she would also participate in in planning I guess, of other African parties and stuff like that. So that was just mainly my exposure as, like, a kid. Um, other than Not that... eat African foods well, or she, she, well, African yeah. music at home? I, I, I was going to get there. Oh, um, <laughs> it, was mainly, it was mainly at those parties where that would be the only time that I would hear African music. And, mm. and, so yeah. you didn't actually listen to African music on your own, like, go and search it out? No, in all honesty, like, I was behind on music for, in all categories as a kid. Um, (laughs) I I did not actively... You're not a big music person. I wasn't a big music person when I was a kid, which, Uh... yeah, sadly, so unfortunate. Um, (laughs) And I would rely heavily on, like, my sisters for that for that exposure for African music like if they happen to be in the mood or something like that or if oh I remember like we used to have like this boom box that my older sister Aisha like she had this boom box and it kind of traveled down the line to between me and Ayana but like mm-hmm. not really and I remember that there would be a CD that my mom had of like this praise guy I really don't remember his name, but um, whenever my mom would get in a mood or something like that, she would just like put it in the CD thingy part of the boombox, and then that would just like play. Like a true Gen Z. Uh, Gen Z. I was gonna say that she put it in the the <laughs> CD thing. <laughs> I don't look. I don't recall. I don't recall the English term. I'm so oh sorry. Oh my gosh! This is so. This is so cute. Oh my god. Okay. All right. Let me. I was gonna say, how are we the same generation? But we're not. We're literally not. Okay. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> continue to do my face while you guys are laughing <laughs> let me ask you this um how do you think the time in which you were born was it's connected to kind of your your level of, of exposure or why how do you think it's not connected to it do you think that made a difference or that makes a difference um i don't know can you explain that in a different way because that's a little hard to kind of so, how do you think as a gen, do you think that being a gen, gen Z makes a difference in kind of your level of exposure? Are, are, as in, if your siblings are older, 
but yeah. you're, if they're older and not necessarily of your generation and they're getting that exposure, do you think that it made a difference that they were millennials or whatever older they are? Yeah. And uh, Oh, no. And that you're Gen Z? Oh, no. Most definitely not. That I'm just a special case because... I just was not proactively <laughs> listening I, I, to music. I, I was just over here making me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> She's just, like, oh, no. <laughs> I was just like, no, 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 no. Me being Gen Z has absolutely nothing to do with it. I just very much was not proactive as a child in listening to music. There are quite a number of people who are, like, my age, even, like, as I, even, even as, like, nowadays I go through, mm. like, Instagram and stuff like that, there's a lot of people who are exposed African music. There's a lot of my friends and even people who I've met online through apps and stuff like that who are just like, man, Af- African music is that is that thing. Like, yes, like it's 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 they love African music for the most part. Especially all of my like African dash American friends, they def- they really they they bump and jive. To African the music. Bump and jive. Is that, that a, is that a Gen Z? No, <laughs> I'm just an oldie. I'm just bump an oldie. and jive. That's beyond millennial. I don't. You mean bump and grind? I heard a bump well, and I grind. Think as, as an old soul. <laughs> <laughs> what what types of what types of um, music are you bumping and jiving to? What um, types of African music or now at least music movies do you do you listen to? Do you consume? Um, honestly, I think probably within, like, my first two years at college, because now I'm a senior in college, I think within, like, my first two years of college, whatever African music that might have been played, I, um, what is it, open mic nights, or, like, those school-wide celebrations or whatever that might have been held, a lot of Davy Doe. Um, was I said that's I said his name so weird. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say. Uh... <laughs> See, this is what I told yeah, that's you. The, that... That's what that's what matters. Yeah, you know who I, he is. Yeah, yeah David. Um, a lot of well, yes and no. A lot of Tiwa Savage, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Yemi Alade. <sighs> she's I she love her. Good taste. I love yeah, her voice. Love, <laughs> Where's <laughs> my Johnny? Uh, yes. <laughs> Um, sometimes like I do get I guess you can say nostalgic or like I'd be like oh you know what let me listen go back and listen to some really old music um so sometimes I would dip back into P-Square um and listen P-Square's old musical (laughs) yeah old type vibes yeah sometimes yeah they are they're like 20 years old no yeah yeah. Is that P Square? I was thinking of P Squares personally. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of um, no. who sang Olufumi? Style Plus. Style Plus. Oh, wow. They're so old. You don't know them. Sorry. Oh, I don't even know who they talk about, girl. You know who they would. Nah, nah. We, we dance to no. Style Plus. <laughs> you and I, we dance to Style Plus. Okay. Who are you talking about? You know that song, Olufumi? My family. Like, I recognize the song. Yes, I I recognize that song. Yeah, but it's really old. It is really old. You must have been all of 
one month old when it came out. So I, I recognize that song. There was another. There was this one guy who like this one song that I that that was like the only song. That, oh wait, do you know who? Well, actually, well, you guys would probably know him. I flavor. I, I don't know. Is that oh, how yeah, you pronounce it? Yes. Girl, flavor is my old. I mean, he's kind of old. Like literally, the what is it? The, the, <laughs> I, I mean, he is because like literally, like the old. Oh, I only know like what two songs by him. All I know is Sawa Sawa. I think Sawa Sawa Sawa. And then. Is that the name of the song? I'll show up these prostitutes now. I know what it means, but like, I I didn't didn't realize uh, what it was about. Like, literally, it was played at every single African party, so I had no idea the meaning. You know, I saw Flavor in concert three, four years ago. Yeah, he's not old. He's still but, but what I'm saying, like, her. in terms of, like, me just even knowing, I don't know. Four years ever. ago, she was she hadn't even hit puberty. Yeah, no, I had not. Four years ago, she was. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what else do you know, girl? Um, where, which, and I can describe movie, what is it, summaries, but I have no, I never remember the name. So you just watch Nollywood movies? Uh, yeah, so I do African. consume them. I do consume them from time to time whenever my mom is in the mood, which is quite often. Um, What's your favorite one? I think it was this... Well, actually, my sister Aisha, she has Netflix, so she was like, go watch this movie, 50. It's so good. And I'm like, okay. We, and then we put it on. And we, I was like, wow, this Nollywood has has improved. Oh, girl. They yeah, evolved. they've improved. Wow, wow. I was high. I was highly surprised. I was like, wow, the storyline is good. You know, the audio is amazing. They have are music. you <laughs> you're, since you're from Sierra Leone? Perhaps you know this word, fitiai. Do you know what fitiai is? Yes. Yes. <laughs> are you fitiai in Nigeria movies? Huh? No. So for those of you who don't know, fitiai is like making effrontery or basically. <laughs> Looking down on it because she's like, Wow, Nollywood's come so far. It's like, Girl, what did you think it was before? Well, I, wonder, I wonder if uh, Sierra Leonean uh, movie industry is even close to Nollywood. It's uh, not. I, I don't, do we even have an industry? That's my, that's a great question. Now, <laughs> I mean, I, I, well, the majority that we that I consumed as a kid. Um, was Nollywood. So please don't blame me for not knowing. Um, but yeah, Sierra Leone does have a movie industry. It's it's burgeoning. I think um, the Ebola crisis kind of put a halt or slowed down some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, well, I think you've talked about, it's interesting because a lot of what you've talked about are Nigerian products. You've yes. named Nigerian artists, yeah, all the music, Nigerian yeah. movies. There's this yeah, one, oh, that's his name. There's this, well, I only know like one uh, Sierra Leone, Sierra Leone artist, I think. Um, Emerson is literally just yes. Tutu Party. Yes, I, <laughs> yes. I Emerson. Yes, so Emerson is, I mean, I guess he's kind of old now too, but he was really big in the early 2000s and his nickname was The Bitter Medicine and he, yeah, he had a song called Tutu Party that was played at every Sierra Leonean party that summer. Um, I think to the point where we had a, um, or I had a cousin 
who refused to play Emerson at her wedding. She's like, I'm so tired. <laughs> I explicitly told the DJ, you don't play a single Emerson song. So, yeah, we do have. Dearly Leon does have a little something. Yeah, he has a little something, something. So in terms of exposure, I think you talked about it a little bit. So were you mainly eating African foods at functions or were you eating it at home? Like oh, you're. Oh, you that's kind of. Mm, that's kind of a little like difficult to like answer because like after a certain point my mom stopped going to said functions so um i think yeah so i basically had to rely on my mom to cook african food if that if i if i wanted to eat that i still have to generally what happens when you're a child (laughs) well well no well i'm saying she's not tell you she doesn't cook it okay I'm saying, well, oh, I'm I saying that, food. like, eat it. Well, I'm saying that, like, okay, because we, I, I'm saying that, like, I used to go to a lot of functions when I was like a kid, but then, like, my mom suddenly cut that off, so I just, so I wasn't getting, so I wasn't like eating African food from two sources anymore. Um, I would just mainly be getting it from my mom until, like, I get until, of course, we moved to another church um and the african population started to kind of grow and said church so um if there happened to be a potluck or something at the church then maybe i would be able to taste someone else's african food however i still don't trust anyone else's african food but my mother's just saying well, see, well i'm just wondering yeah was, was your mama not cooking it on a regular what? basis no, was it was only not- she was not cooking it on a regular basis. <laughs> no. Um, she, it, it was just like, she, she would like, cook, she would have like the big pot. She would have this really, really huge the pot. African pot. Yeah. Yep. The one that goes on two parts of the stove. Yeah. Yep. I know that. Yep. I know that she would, yep. I, I know, honestly, you could probably fit it on three, but you know, it is what it is. Um, and I saw back like, you don't know that part. I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> You don't Anna, know that part. I, I, I feel like Anna, every you know immigrant pie. I know, I don't even call it the African pot because I have an El Salvadoran friend and he, I went over, he was having a potluck or something and he pulled out that pot. I was like, that's the immigrant pot. That's the pot. That's the magic pot. When you get that pot out, you know that people are about to throw down. We about to put some African seasoning, some real salsong, okay? I'm just saying. I know that pot. It's like aluminum. It's not even, it's not that non-stick stuff. It's just a big old, it's a big old pot. I love that pot because when I see that pot, I know that there's some good. That that pot is hard to scrub. It is hard to scrub. You you just gotta, what is it? You just have to soak it in water. That's it. Yes. So see, now I know what we're talking about. That pot is hard to scrub, but man, it's okay. It's worth it. It's worth it for for what you're getting out of it. All right, so what are your favorite African dishes? Oh, 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 man. You're making me, like, Your mouth Yes, I'm solving because I think... Your mom bless you on that. (laughs) I I, I don't think she will. I called called her before we had this call, and I was just like, so, Mom, do you want to supervise me in the kitchen, you know, while I attempt to make one of your infamous, your notoriously... Um, infamous soups, and she was just like, "Don't talk to me about that right now." I said, "Okay." <laughs> I was like, "Um, I okay." Take the mode. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, Africa I mean, yeah, modas. 
Mm. I mean, yeah. Um, oh, there's like I think there's I don't even know. There's so many. Um, I definitely like my. I miss mommy's. Uh, what is it? Peanut butter soup. Like that's one I miss. Yeah, that's a West African uh, staple. Peanut butter I, soup. I miss it so much. How long uh, has it been since you had? It's been a number of years. Mommy has not, my mother has not cooked that in at least well over two years now. You should probably point. put in a special request, you know. I love how I, mommy's in here. She's like, mommy. Yeah, I know. It's so <laughs> you should mom, put in a special holiday request. Be like, mommy, you know might, what I really love this year. I really would love nothing better than to wake up and smell peanut soup. peanut butter soup what else what else is out there I know for like one of my birthdays in the past she made me tola and I love uh, some tola unfortunately (laughs) Ayana does not like tola she doesn't even like uh what is the okra and I'm just Ayana oh your sister yeah one of my sisters Ayana she does not like okra nor does she like tola and I'm just like who are you and why are we related (laughs) <laughs> Got you. So Tola, what about jollof rice? What about the basics? Oh, j- j- jollof rice. Yes. If once it has a smoked turkey in the in the couch, oh, yes, yes, Ooh. yes. <laughs> yes. Let, let me ask you this: Have you have you ever been on the continent? Have you visited um, Nigeria since you love this stuff so much? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but I don't trust that. I don't trust Nigerian people. Nigeria is so hard. She's like. <laughs> No. <laughs> Rude. I apologize on their behalf for any Nigerian listeners. Yeah, uh, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I'll say it like this. When it comes to jollof rice, I do not trust anyone but a Sierra Leonean, specifically my mother. Yes. I don't think you have jollof rice. Yes. That's what it is. No, no one else does jollof rice like a Sierra Leonean. Sierra Leonean jollof is the best. She's never tried it, and yet she is. She's never tried it. No, 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 pause, pause, because Mm. I, what is it, I went to California to, on a, for a language immersion thing, and, and where in California, where in California, California? I went to, I was in the Bay Area for, for this language, for this language immersion program, and my sister Aisha, she was like, do you want to go to this Jalof Festival thing, and I was like, (laughs) sorry, That's different. <laughs> you gotta say that. You didn't see that that was what she was going with that girl? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you know, Nana and I have had experiences at Jollof festivals. I think I those are little bit different. Festival. That's why I was like, where? Now, those are different <laughs> from, you know, having it at, you know, a Nigerian auntie's house or at a, like, you know, a gathering. We will no, say that. But even, but even then, there have been, there have been instances where, I think, what is it? I think there's, I think there's a Ghanaian or either an, I think there's a Ghanaian family and I think there's a Nigerian family at my church. I pers- I think one of them had cooked jollof rice at one point and I was, I was just like, but okay. But well, Azusa, I, I Nigeria and Ghana are Ghanaian. very far away from each other. Oh, you have that again now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember who's family. <laughs> I was just like, oh, she's really, you know. Uh, 
But you know what? I'm really loving I'm loving the representation. <laughs> this is very rare that Sierra Leoneans outnumber the other Africans in the space. And so it doesn't matter. I agree with you, Azusa. East to West. Sierra Leonean Jalof. Yeah, Ghanaian Jalof. It has been proven. We've won championships. We've won championships. Jalof is all. All across, all across Europe, all across I'm America. We have won scholarships. We've won awards. Eh, we have won awards. If you've never Where? taken don't knock it. Eh? East to West Salon Jolof are the best one now. You wouldn't know. I'll, I'll give you for Kinky, Red Red, some other things. But Sierra Jolof rice. I'm not going to argue the point that has been made. They can make my mama cook some Jolof rice hey. for you. Wow. Ain't gonna taste that girl. Them. Hey! So you, you <laughs> my mother. It's, it's, it's not going to taste like the Ghanaian jollof. Let's see. Let's see. No, it's going to taste better. It won't taste like Ghana jollof. It's going to taste better. It's not going to be better. It is going to be better than anything you have. Look, They also have African accent. Oh, look at that. Oh. She's going to keep better than anything you have. She's going to prayer points on your jollof round. Now you're comparing things you've never tried. Nana, did you hear her prayer points? She's over there like, You've only tested one. You've tested one thing and you're sitting here comparing. Girl, Azusa, eh? We'll, we'll talk to you later. Well, thank you for joining us. <laughs> it's been a great conversation. <laughs> Wishing you all the best. And yes, girl, keep the faith because East to West, Salon Jolofna, the best. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there are only two people co signing that. <laughs> okay. Thank you all. That's, that's thank you. you are just. Yeah. Hey, Asusa, we gotta go. Okay, we gotta go. Your time is up, girl. <laughs> she just mad because you told him about her Jolo. Your time is up. Thank you for joining us. Thank you yeah. for joining us. Huh? Yeah. yeah, this has been a really great time. Thank you so much, Azusa. And audience, you know, thank you for listening to us. What is it? Chuck and Jive? No, we said Bump Chuck and Jive. Bump and Jive. Bump and Jive, bump and jive. Um, on this really funny <laughs> episode uh tell us your thoughts you know which jollof would be the best jollof we can enter into jollof wars Uh, if you're a gen z listener how much of what uh azusa said resonated with you are you black are you african.american are you african-american let us know follow us on instagram uh i was gonna say twitter we ain't on twitter instagram our website uh where else we at facebook (laughs) Email us all of it, African dot American. D O T spelled out. Remember that. Dot spelled out. Uh, subscribe. Uh, follow us on our website. Listen to new episodes on African dot American dot com, on Spotify, Apple, Apple Podcasts. Apple called? Podcast. Apple Podcasts and Google I Play. Don't... No, it's called Apple Podcasts, but I was gonna say Apple Play, and I was like, that that's that's not right. <laughs> anyway, thank you all for listening. Until next time. Yeah.